<laughs> no, I, uh, I, can hear, I can hear the echo of myself through the speakers, so it, 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 it sounds funny. But anyway, um, thanks so much for all your prayers. We really appreciate it. God's been blessing everything we've been doing. It's, it's been quite incredible. Um, and today we're actually in a few minutes here. We're heading out to a place that uh, is a little remote. It was cut off by a landslide. So um, we're going to be delivering some uh, tarps uh, to three different uh, places and uh, trying to get them because rain's coming. So we're trying to get tarps to people. But the um, one thing I wanted to share, though, was, which is pretty exciting, was um, we were out in a region called Gorka. And uh, we were <laughs> hoping for some tarps and we ran into some of the Swiss humanitarian aid. And the, uh, we, we asked them if they could spare some tarps for us, and we were hoping that from like 25, 50 tarps, and Hannah was hoping for 100. And uh, so they said, well, let us talk amongst ourselves. So they went and talked, then they came back and said, well, we can give you 200. So finding tarps around here is like finding gold. And, uh, and so <laughs> we got 200 tarps. It was just like awesome. God just gave them to us. So... Um, but we've been doing a lot of uh, just encouraging the churches, uh, praying for them, going and meeting them, uh, dropping off uh, food and uh, tarps, and then um, and then just keeping good contact with them. Um, as far as like uh, first aid needs and things like that, that's it's pretty minimal. We're just handing out uh, you know Advil and uh, just cleaning up little cuts and things like that, but. Nothing. Most of the things that are, that are major, which are like uh, fractures or um, uh, broken things, we just tell them we got to pray that only Jesus Christ can, has the power to heal them because we, we it's beyond our capability. So, so we pray for them, and um, it's it's tough here because everybody is predominantly Hindu, and um, so there's been some backlash against the Christians here. Um, the Hindus are starting to blame some of the Christians, and there's been a little bit of violence because of that. But um, and uh, they're starting to complain to the government that all the Christians are proselytizing. But the fact is, is uh, the majority of the response groups have been Christian. So, <laughs> what does that tell you? You know. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so God's been really good to us. Uh, something to pray for is um, uh, Bob. Uh, Pastor Bob Boxer, he's um, feeling a little sick this morning, so if you guys can remember to pray for him. And um, uh, we're going out to a play, an area that's pretty remote, so, you know, just safety while we travel, and we've got to hike three hours to get into this area, so um, that's, that's going to be challenging uh, to carry all the gear and everything we're bringing in. Um, and then we're still, I think, trying to figure out whether or not to get, if we can get a helicopter for a uh, farther area. But uh, that that's, remains to be seen. Helicopters are kind of hard to get to right now. So that's. Do you have any, any questions for me? <laughs> I, I'm, do, I'm doing good. Uh, I've. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good, and God, every time we're out somewhere and they offer us food, we just pray for the Lord to sanctify the food, and we eat it. So, 
So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> just one of those things. You do what you got. Yesterday, though, uh, you, I'm sure uh, many of you guys read my report on Facebook about the water situation in Ollieport. Well, yesterday we went out with Water Missions International, and we uh, they started the test on the water. So we'll be hearing back soon. Um, if, and Lord willing, that's the problem because that's easy to fix and God's already provided the resources with Water Missions International. So um, if it's not the problem, we got to figure out what's causing diarrhea and the skin rashes for the whole community. So, but I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that'll be the problem. So, yeah. I'm scheduled to land on Friday, um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's coming up short. But but hopefully Art won't do too good of a job tonight because then I won't have anything to come back for. <laughs> well, you know, uh, as far as I know, the the plan is. Um, uh, we're going to try to focus towards the area we're going today, and uh, what that will look like, I'm not totally sure. So we have kind of today and tomorrow to um, to work towards that and see if we can even if we're going to need to get a helicopter to try to get that scheduled. Uh, MAF has a missionary missionary aviation fellowship is discounting helicopters, but still you got to um, you got to book it, and um, so but. Uh, and then also, let's see, what else we do? Oh, I'm trying to get Saji, I'm trying to hook up Saji with some other uh, groups and people. And so I'm kind of doing something that's, it, it seems almost impossible. I'm trying to hook up the different Christian groups that are coming in that may not be hooking up with anybody. They're just coming to help to try to connect them with Saji and Hannah. And uh, because the, the whole point is, is, I mean, it's a long-term solution. And uh, we, we want to try to get the, the churches and the communities to become uh, aid centers for the community. So, so it's gonna I, it's gonna take more, and and we're probably gonna be coming back here with a big team um, next summer. This summer is probably too quick to do that, unless some of you guys are ready to go, and then we'll do it. But um, but we're gonna have to probably come back a couple times with teams. So, well, thank you so much. Looking forward to being with you next Sunday night. And, uh, man, that worship sounded great. So, all right. All right, well, love you guys, and see you soon. Bye-bye. Well, good night, everybody. You know what? Let's keep on praying for Dave. Super Dave, I call him, because he's always doing something. And when we pray for somebody, we are a part of that ministry as well. So for tonight, let's begin with a prayer. Pray with me. Father God, thank you, Lord, because it's you who put words in our mouth. 
So put your word in our heart, Lord. Lord, thank you, God, because you're with us and you're also with Dave. Lord, your spirit is everywhere. And I pray that you will allow us to know you a little better. Plant the seed of your word in us, Lord. Show us what you want us to learn tonight. So I pray this in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. I hear like an echo. Okay. It's not me. <laughs> you know, when I was about nine or ten years, I came to this country. And really soon, I learned the most excited time in this place. You see, the first five years, we were living with our aunt, with my aunt and my cousins. And the most exciting time was Christmas. Well, around Thanksgiving, because the tree went up, the presents started to come in. And we, as kids, would get excited to see the presents. The bigger the present, the bigger the excitement. And I remember crawling under the tree, trying to look for my name, trying to see which one is my present. And we couldn't wait for Christmas. But we had to wait for Christmas. We had to wait for Christmas Eve at 12 o'clock when we could open our presents. Why are you telling you this? I'm telling you this because the hardest thing for a child is waiting. You can tell them no, and they'll soon be like, okay. But if you tell them wait, come on, come on, wait. When, when, if you don't, if you don't believe me, look at your kids. When we go on a field trip, are we there yet? Are we there yet? It seems like waiting for them is nothing fun. And even if, eventually if it's, a presence like in Christmas. But I think waiting for us can be the same way also. Go with me to Genesis 12, verses 1 to 3. Genesis 12. God calls Abram. 
who later became Abraham, out of his country, God made a promise to Abraham in Genesis 12. And we'll read, and the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kingdom and your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonor you, I will curse. And all your, and, and you, all the families of the earth should be blessed. What is that? He says, hey, Abram, I will make you a great nation. That's cool, right? There's nothing wrong with that. There was one little problem. Abram didn't have any kids. And when God called him, he was 75 years old. And we're all like, what? He's an old man, and he doesn't have any kid. Yet, God called him and said, through you, I will make you a great nation. You see, in order to be a nation, you need to start with one, one child. And Abraham didn't have any child. The, the promise of God lasted 25 years because when Abram was a hundred years old, that's when the promise happened. In chapter 15, God says, I will give you a son. Hold on. And today, like like Abram, maybe God is saying, I give you a promise, but you need to wait. I bet Abraham did great. Next week, my, my wife will get pregnant. About a year from now, I will have my newborn son. And God didn't work that way. There's a waiting period. And today we're gonna talk about that waiting. I don't know about you, but one place I hate is the waiting room at the doctors. That little music annoys me. And you're there anxious because 
You don't know what the doctor will say, but you have to wait. God will give us a promise, but there's a waiting period. Second Peter 3, 9, don't turn there, says, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise. As someone counts slowness, but he is patient towards us, wishing that anyone should perish, but that all should reach repentance. What Peter says, no, the Lord is not slow. He's not, he's not late on your promise. He's waiting on you. He's waiting on us. How? Why? I want it now, God. If you want, if you got a promise for me, I want it now. And we all can say that at times. But think about it. If my dad would tell me, hey, Art, I got a brand new shining car ready to go for you. It's all yours. It's zero mileage, and it goes 200 an hour, and it's there for you. But I got 13 years old. My car, my dad wouldn't be like, here, you go, go crazy, son, I love you. No, because number one, the moment I step into the car, I would be like, I cannot reach the pedal. How can I reach? How can I drive this thing? That's same goes with God. God knows when we're going to get it, when we are ready for it. My dad has the car waiting for me, but it's up to me to grow up. It's up to me to go to the DMV, the greatest place on earth. <laughs> And just, and just get my permit at the right time. What I'm getting at here is, for most of us, we're in the waiting period. God spoke to you and me. God said, I will do this with you. I will do this for you. But we don't see nothing happens. The first promise God ever made for me was when I became a Christian two weeks into our new life with God. God told me, I will use you to preach. I will use you to teach. And I'm like, great, when we begin. But God is like, no, no, you don't know nothing yet. I, you, I need 
to prepare you. I need to know that you are ready. I need to be patient with you. And five years later, I gave my first class in the youth group. Five years later, if it were up to me, I'd be preaching the moment God told me I was going to preach or teach. It's all about the right moment. It's all about the right time. So we are waiting. But what if God wants me to help him out? What if God wants me to go for it and to just, you know, here I am. I tried that. A month later, I went to my youth group leader and said, Jose, step down because I'm ready to preach. And he's like, are you crazy? <laughs> no, no, I really, God told me I'll be preaching, so here I am. I'm God's gift to you guys. <laughs> but he never took me serious, thank God. But Abraham tried to help God out. Between the moment he got the promise and the 25 years later, there was a time when Sarah, his wife, goes, hey, I know God promised you to have a child together, but here you go. Have a child with my servant, Agar. And Abraham, like every other man who, like, who obeyed his wife, <laughs> he said, okay, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> and they have a child together named Israel. And we all know that the descendant of Israel it's the Arab people. And until now, the Arab and the descendant of Isaac, who was the promise, don't get along. So what I'm saying that, what I'm saying here is that there's consequence with us trying to help God. God promised us, and he will do it, but we, in an imperfect knowledge, want to help him. I like this. This is one of my favorite verses, because 
when I was injured, I was trying to do it on my own. This verse told me, no, wait. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. What is that? Trust in the Lord? I'm trusting. I'm just helping them a little, but I'm trusting. No, you're not. See, guys, there have been times when what you're waiting for seems to show up and you go for it. Maybe a girlfriend or a relationship. Oh, this girl seems like the one, and we go for it. And then months later, we end up heartbroken. We end up worse than when we were. What I'm trying to say is that trust God and do not lean on your own understanding. Because not everything that looks like water is water. You know what I mean? Because God knows better than us. God knows where you go. If you're waiting on God to, to choose a college to go, keep on waiting. He will be the one who will direct you, not yourself, not your family, but God. I love that word knowledge. That word means just talk to him. Just let him know what's going on in your life. And trust. The word trust, trusting in God, will make us not be anxious. Will make us be calm. When we trust in God, we don't look so much at the promise. We look at God. And we are Agents only when we are focusing on what God wants me to have instead of God Himself. Philippians 4 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request know. Be made. Let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart 
in your mind in Christ Jesus. Give that just come to God with prayer and he will give you peace. But God, I want it. I want it so much. And personally, God has told me that someday I will have my own family. And, but Jesus is not ready yet. <laughs> so, so, I know those times that you see a couple walking together hand in hand. Oh, that's wonderful. I want that, you know? And I know those times that could get you wondering when, how, when, who, when, God. But all I need to do is pray to God. And we'll and he will give me peace. And he will give me hope. But what we got to do, wait. Just wait. Okay. I'm gonna sit in my living room, watch TV, and just wait. And hopefully tomorrow, a pretty little girl, little, a, a pretty woman will knock on my door and be like, I'm what the Lord wants you to get. Great! No, that's a work that way. Would you wait on the Lord? As we waiting for the Lord. I don't think you him. I don't think you heard me. We should wait on the Lord as we waiting for the Lord. Why? What do you mean waiting on? A waiter, a servant, somebody who serves. Other people as a waiter. He's waiting on somebody. And the same way as for us, we should be doing what the Lord wants us to do. We should be working what the Lord wants us to do. We don't want to be at home waiting that someday someone may come my way. I told God before, God, when you give me a girlfriend, I will serve you and we'll go everywhere together, even to Africa, if you send us there, but together. And God said, that's not work that way. Go to Africa first. Serve me first. 
and then you'll see what I have for you. If you don't believe me, go back to the beginning. To Adam. Adam. And this big, perfect place wasn't under a tree saying, oh, I'm so lonely. This is perfect, but I need somebody. I'm lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. No, no. No, no. Adam, Adam was counting animals when God said, that man looks lonely. I will give him a helper. What I'm saying is serve the Lord as you wait on the promise. Whatever the promise is, serve the Lord as we wait. But some says, some hear me say, oh, it's been so long. Maybe God doesn't even remember the promise anymore. Look at what number 23 says. God is not a man that he July, or a son of man that he should change his mind. He can say, and he will not do it. Or he has spoken, and he will not fulfill it. He's saying, God doesn't lie. Whatever God told you, maybe 40 years ago, God will do it. Because he has promised you. He was. He has promised me. Look at Moses. God called him to be the leader of his people and freedom from Egypt. But it took 40 years for him to be ready. For God to say, okay, you can go and get my people. So if you've been waiting, for the Lord. I have a revelation for you. Keep on waiting. Keep on waiting. Sorry, I, I don't have nothing else for you but to wait on the Lord. Some hear me say, but I don't even know God. God God didn't talk to me. God didn't promise anything. Do you know the moment you become a Christian, God gives you 54 promises? Just like that. Just like that. So if you don't know God, Today is the perfect day to know him. And if you know God, but you feel like there's nothing for you, 
God has promised all of us that he will never leave us or forsake us. He has promised us he will give us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide us in all truth. And there's so many promises. But art, God has never talked to me about anything. How close are you working with God? How close are you working with God? Seriously. Because God doesn't scream. God whispers. And the last thing I know that if I'm walking on the other side of the street and you whisper to me something, I don't care how, how good my ear is. I'm not going to hear you. What I'm trying to take here is the closer we walk with God, the closer we hear his voice and we learn to hear his promises. You know, for every one of us, there's a promise. We just need to walk closer to God. And I end up with this. And if you already got your promise, whatever it may be, God knows when, where. It's up to you to just be working, doing your job in God's kingdom. Let's pray. Father God, I'm sorry, Lord, for not trusting enough to just wait. I'm sorry, Lord, for not leaning my ear to you so you can hear, so I can hear your promises, Lord. Lord, I pray that every one of us may understand that you have promises for us, that we wait like Adam did, by serving, by doing our job for your kingdom. God, you're so awesome. And if there's someone here that doesn't know you, Lord, that right now, he may whisper, or they may whisper to you to enter in their heart, to have a relationship with you. I love you, Lord. We all love you, God. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your promises. In your mighty name, Jesus, amen.